podcast for another week. Uh, my name's James Smith. I work at Inside Sport magazine. Try to, anyway. Um, he succeeds. Bloke, and this bloke, Ladies and gentlemen, he succeeds. <laughs> I do officially turn up. <laughs> uh, and this bloke here is Jefferson Tenera. He's the editor of Inside Sport. How are you going, mate? Uh, dead in gold, dead tired. We have just yes. uh, we've just finished another magazine uh, for the month. We're a little bit keen keen to uh, for you all to see it, uh, and we'll talk yes. about that in due course. But yeah. Um, yeah, always always good to you know uh, record a podcast when you don't have all your wits around you. Wonder what's going to happen out of this one. As you know, this, it's my um, my option to eke it out and sit on the sideline but you're like no let's do one let's do one we cannot disappoint that's what the crowd wants we cannot disappoint the listeners (laughs) in so far as the way we just usually disappoint (laughs) yeah Um, so this week uh, we're going to take you away from hashtag ref's fault hashtag blame the ref hashtag rugby league's worst game in the world Um, (laughs) we want to have a bit of a yarn about the history of the game um, and the reason we want to do that is because the 110th anniversary of the game is coming up um, uh, in a bit over two weeks. Uh, we'll, have, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, so if you're a history buff of the game, uh, not that we're going to cover off the whole history of the sport, but um, you know, our jibber might be a, a nice little accompaniment as you. Catching the train home or the bus home? Yeah, just a, just a kind of thought of the big picture history of, uh, yeah. of rugby league. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how we go. Um, yeah. But we do have our regular sections of the podcast. So, um, what was the most rugby league thing you did uh, during the week? Oh, how about the most rugby league thing I did a couple of hours ago? <laughs> and that was uh, in finishing up this magazine. Um, we there's always just just to let the readers in on on the magazine uh the magazine process there's is always this where we nearly kill killed each other or uh, well you almost kill me maybe <laughs> I, I wouldn't kill you james the magazine hasn't come out without you <laughs> yeah that's true but Pretty um but yeah the uh, it, it always involves some kind of minor detail tripping us over as we as we head towards the line mm. uh you know some kind of you know word out of place or some kind of you know, like some dingbat as in the font, not even, it's, you know, showing up wrong. There's a few dingbacks around. There. Anyhow, the one story that bedeviled us right on deadline uh, today, as it were, was well, literally uh, 15 minutes ago. Yeah, 15 minutes ago was a story, an, an upcoming story we have in our May edition. It's May edition, right? Yeah. Our May edition about uh, about Corey Norman, uh, the uh, the very talented Parramatta Eels. So. I can kind of honestly say that, uh, yeah, like uh, like Brad Arthur, uh, Corey Norman's causing has caused me problems, and um, yeah, he doesn't realise why. That's <laughs> right. Um, and mine mine relates to Corey Norman uh, not causing any problems. Oh, here we go to the West's Tigers. There um, we go. My my most rugby league thing I did was went out and watched uh, the West's Tigers um, clock up another win uh, this time over Parramatta. Um, we were the what guests. Was that? Oh, that was on Sunday afternoon. So that was Sunday no, um, that afternoon. Was, yeah, that was right. was that was that ANZ or where was that place? It was ANZ. Yeah. Right, yeah. Good crowd. Um, Easter Monday day off. Ah, yes. Yeah, thirty thousand people there. It was really really good atmosphere. So, yeah. Um, starting to like the West Tigers as a unit. Yeah. That they are, they are not far away from clicking. Like, and 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 I said so on Twitter. I said, oh, this has got to be the best, most on fire team that the Tigers have put out since. 2005 and and uh, you know about 20 people quiffed back 
yeah, but it was only against the Parramatta Reels. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Corey, Corey Norman wasn't causing too many issues uh, that day. But one thing I noticed about the Eels, their um, defence, their one-on-one defence is absolutely shot. There's no confidence in them at all mm. when, uh, when they don't have the ball. So um, with the ball, as desperation stakes rose, um, they put on some points like late in the game and yeah. it sort of looked like it was you know a little bit scary. It looked like they were in with half a shot, but yeah, they, they fizzled out in the end. And yeah, it was a, it was a good day out there. I've, I've never been to rugby league during the Easter period, like right, yeah. in and around the whole precinct. And yeah, and lots of kids spiked up on sugar and <laughs> wanting to. Lots <laughs> of players spiked up on sugar. Yeah, they probably were. Yeah, yeah so that no, was good. Very good. No, the Easter Easter yeah seems like a good period. I mean, they've kind of got that traditional game going on now between yeah. the bunnies and the dogs on on the Friday. So you know, um, you know those two godless clubs playing on, on Good Friday. That's right. So, yeah, it's, uh, we don't observe that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you most looking forward to, mate? Uh, this week's fix of, of this week's fixtures, the mm. one that uh, has got me intrigued uh, on a totally self interested level again, because like that's what it's all about, You're isn't so it? So self interested, aren't you? Yes. Um, for the magazine, of course, always the magazine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, the contest between uh, the New Zealand Warriors and North Queensland Cowboys. That is cracking. I, I, and you wouldn't have found yourself saying that before no. the season, wouldn't you? No, no. You, you know, know we, easy two points for the cows. Exactly. Yeah. We had, you know, uh, you know, restate restated again. We had the Cowboys in at number one, and mm-hmm. we had the Warriors on your very strong recommendation mm-hmm. at number sixteen. I'm a genius at picking yes. premiers and yes. wooden spoons. What about that time when I? Pick the sharks to win the comp, and they came. finish last. Yeah, so there you go. Listen, that's actually an accomplishment. That's like the time <laughs> I went uh, none for eight in a round. <laughs> and just as I said, you cannot have any recognition for that. <laughs> it's the same. It's very bad. <laughs> Anyhow, like, I guess the thing that if, if you were kind of to project out, and if New Zealand you know, does come away with the points in this one, you know, after this weekend, it could mean that. The team that we were projecting to finish last will be five and zero, and the team that we're projecting to, you know, kind of be top the ladder or win the win the premiership, could be one and four <laughs> after this weekend. And they're which, still paying us to do this. Yeah, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have, I would have kind of had half a mind that, you know, that the Warriors wouldn't win five matches or wouldn't wouldn't you know, surpass five wins for much of the year. Yeah, let alone yeah. through through five weeks. So, um, but wins, do you feel that there's a that the bubbles are about to? Burst on I, th- this is my weekend for bubbles bursting. Yeah. I actually think Parallel win this. I was. I don't know why. Like I yeah, don't yeah. really have any kind of. They've got to win sometime. Yeah, that, and that's about that's yeah. about it. I really do believe there's a there's an element of you do kind of have to win sometime unless yeah. you're the Canberra Raiders, and I think you can just keep on losing by one or two. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, so, for the rest so, of the time. So next week, mm. guess who plays who. Canberra plays a para. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's the old. Um, that's the old David Letterman scenario. Once they right? had, uh, yeah, the New York Giants and the New York Jets were playing, and they yeah. were both winless for the season. So Letterman gave this classic joke where he said, "This is the first time in football history where two teams could play each other and both potentially lose." <laughs> that's true. That's on the cards, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, can you continue with your no, no, no. Um, that's that's cows yeah, no, yeah. that's 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 about it. I mean, so it's, do you think um, the cows can get up or the Warriors? I, I would think. I actually think yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this 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 yeah. totally irrational, uh, without evidence to support it, bubble bursting theory this week. And <laughs> yeah, I I think I think mainly because if I just really can't see in my own head 
Yeah, North Queensland dropping to one and four. Because if they do, yeah. I think that's legitimately time to start worrying. It is, isn't it? You know, I mean, I know that that's that's stupid because you know, the, you know there's a long season. But um, a subject we will talk about in future pods. My uh, my my um, my now wide eyed, wild eyed, <laughs> wide and wild eyed belief. Hmm. That uh, yeah, you can kind of figure this out. You can figure out the comp pretty early. Oh, yeah, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. something. This is, I'll kind of ju- just drop that one yeah. in there as an Easter egg. You know, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> coming very appropriate coming off the week, yeah, the past weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah for uh, for a future uh, for a future pod. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I reckon the cows are going to clean them up. They. I'm a big Penrith fan, as everyone but knows. But haven't you been saying that for the last four weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were really. You know how you watch a sporting contest and one team isn't there? Mm. This doesn't happen. Mm. That was the Cowboys. Oh, th- th- that is a good prelude to... Uh, actually, yeah. no, sorry, continue. Oh, okay. continue. <laughs> oh, that, uh, um, keep going, keep going. The, the Cows, they just weren't there against Penrith. It was an awful rotten night for them. Um, I don't know what it was, whether it was because it was a Thursday night or whatever, but, you know, James Maloney was just... He, he, he could do whatever he wanted, and I just feel that they were just so off. They were so off that Thurston... Just got caught with the ball. He got smashed by James Fisher Harris, and and um, it's just not not him. Mm. Like, you know, normally he'll grab the ball and he'll immediately be assessing his options. But on this one time, he got the ball and he just hung onto it, expecting nothing to happen. And then Fisher Harris just came out of the out of the uh, defensive line and he just smashed him. And he gave him a few pats on the back as if to say. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> I think you have to apologise when you... No, you have to apologise to JT when you tackle him yes. now. <laughs> it's such an ornament to the game. It's like if you drop a trophy or something. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's uh, that's awesome, mate. So, Good yes, stuff. your, your uh, th- uh, th- oh, big thing to look forward so to. So, on, on the history vein, um, I'm looking forward to returning to Henson Park. Oh, uh, yes. The Bard of Henson Park, as they call James. <laughs> well, I don't know if they call him that. But you I know. don't think so, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't ride a bike around it every time. There's a try, like some legend out there. No, that's guy. The guy who just he's, he's just the bike rider of Henson. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make him the bard. He's. Um, I call James that because he wrote a story about Henson. He wrote. A, oh, he wrote an ode to, to Henson Park. Um, a wonderful yeah, story. If you can track it down. We don't normally. Uh, we don't normally put magazine content on line, but I, I think I might. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think you. You really should. Because that West one went off um, pretty well. But yes. Yeah. So the Jets are playing. Um, Back at Henson Park for the first time in 2018. I think they've been having their uh, either their ground renovated or the surface re- relayed or whatever, but they're back. They're playing St. George Illawarra at 3 p.m. on Saturday, so that, that'd be awesome. Um, hopefully there'll be 8,972 fans there. No, hopefully, there will. <laughs> there, there will be. be. Just, I know there will be. Then that's because, yeah, the, the, your story told me so. It, that's right. It's, it, it, every week it's announced, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just make a, a really good, really brilliant observation that I made through the week was um, the subject... Is it really dra- brilliant? No, no, sorry. It better be brilliant. What, because sorry. <laughs> what I saw was brilliant. That's okay, I, thank yeah. you. I was about to say, you're giving credit to your own observation. Shouldn't you let me do that? <laughs> I've made an awful, awesome <laughs> discovery. Okay, you're like this. When the, so the subject of the dragons came up on Twitter, it mm. might have been related to their, to their games or whatever. And someone has a Twitter handle name called Illawarra St. George. There we go. That's there we go. <laughs> How does that? If you're listening, go. Illawarra St. George, we want to hear from you somehow because you've just, you've just come up with the perfect way of 
recognizing the Steelers in that whole joint venture. We need... It's always been about the Dragons, hasn't it? Yeah. When yeah. when do when when does Illawarra? We have to kind of figure out when Illawarra the Steelers come up on a, on a significant kind of anniversary or something oh, like yeah. that, yeah. and then we've got to lobby for the Dragons to change that order oh, exactly. and call themselves Illawarra St George. They could probably do it anyway, couldn't they? It's just yeah. a name. It's just a name swapped over. Yeah. 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 Have yeah. they ever won a Steelers throwback? I want to see that too. That's uh, um, they've won the colours. They won the colours. I know yeah, they haven't, but they haven't exactly gone and had the two. Or maybe they have, but it just doesn't look the same as the old days, does it? No, because the players' body shapes are different, and the jersey materials. But hasn't hasn't West Tigers worn magpies like the, the old black and white throwback at least once? Yeah, yeah, but but again, it's got other stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, I know, but they all have other has all has other stuff yeah, on it these days. I think they have like down yeah. at Wynn Stadium, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to. Newtown versus Illawarra St George. Yeah. That's, what you, George. that's what you should insist upon, maybe. Their ISP team being called yeah. Illawarra St George. I thought there was talk at the start of last year of having the Steelers logo for that team, but it, I think it fizzled out. I yeah. don't know what happened. It's a, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, All I want to do is find out who George Illawarra is. Yeah. And why, yeah. He, and why he deserves saying one. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> that's a bit of homework for you, mate. Figure, figure that out in time for next week. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to move on to um, the anniversary coming up of Rugby League. It's uh, um, the 110th anniversary of the start of Rugby League in Australia. And um, I, I, I wanted to gibber on a little bit about... Did you have something to say? Oh, no, that, no you want to follow up at least with something... No, 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 no. Just, no, no, just go, go right into it. I'll, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can... Uh... So um, 110 years ago on um, Easter Monday, can you believe? Easter mm-hmm. Monday, there, was, um, there were two double headers, as everybody knows. I just wanted to talk about the concept of kicking off a sport on Easter Monday. <laughs> <laughs> How innovative is that? They've gone, let's do it. <laughs> we, had, we had a big... There was a big... Um, Celebration out there, as I said, of you know, at ANZ. Mm. Look, rugby league's come to you know the Easter show, and it's just really ironic that a hundred ironic or, or a coincidence mainly mm. that 110 years ago, Balmain played West on Easter Monday um, at uh, Birchgrove Oval. There you go. Yeah, that's that's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it's exciting to nerds. Anyway. I mean, was it was it um, was it Transgressive back in the day to play something like that, you know. I, I think what did it they was, play on Sundays back in the day, or was that kind of looked down upon as well? Yeah, I, I think it was. I, they, they did. Okay, but I think they chose this particular day because I think all the other sports fields were taken up. <laughs> I, think, I, I did. I, I think that's what it is. There'll be blokes like um, too busy people watching rowing. Albie from Steel Sports will <laughs> attack me and say, "No, that wasn't the right reason. It was, but it was something like that." It, the, the competition for sports grounds back in the day was really fierce. Mm. Apparently, soccer um, hogged a lot of them, and and uh, yeah, you had other sports. Rowing hogged a lot of sports fields. <laughs> so the rugby league had to go to the New South Wales government and petition for more fields to be made. <laughs> yeah, they did to be built. Yeah, we want to we want a five thousand capacity stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then somebody said, uh, "Well, what about our awful hospitals and schools that?" People don't are dying worry. of syphilis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the black and, plague. And, and uh, dysentery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about the plague sweeping the rocks? Mm. Nah. Um, yeah, so uh, on April 20, the game will turn 110 years old. Um, 
and uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting, I reckon. I reckon, considering that there is such a distinct kind of birth date for the game, yeah. I reckon that yeah. should be commemorated. Definitely. The problem is, is that it's probably, it's probably close to things like you know, Anzac Day, and you know, so it's um, yeah, true. There's probably some difficulty probably around that, you know, the, you know, details that yeah. you know, get in the way. And you don't want teams having to come up with a 110th anniversary jersey as well, do you? Because no, I think there'll be should. nine jerseys yeah. for some of them. Well, so. you know, considering that they've all, you know, they, they play in Marvel superhero jerseys, I think <laughs> any jersey is justified. So you know, I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's 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 interesting. Reading about kind of you know the, the history of, of rugby league, I, I you know when you kind of raised this this topic, I mean, it kind of piqued my interest because uh, one of the, I, I wrote one of the stories I wrote last year was about <laughs> this is a bit of a left turn. It, it doesn't involve the BKG, I promise yeah. for the listeners out there. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, Karate Warrior. Yeah, you promise <laughs> no BKG. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was uh, uh, when. A couple of U.S. college, a big U.S. university, stopped playing um, American football and took up rugby. This was yeah. around the time that, yeah, that, uh, that you know, American football was killing too many people. And, um, yeah, uh, that also kind of coincided around the time that, you know, the Wallabies took their first overseas tour in 1906, 1907. No, actually, it was nineteen oh nine. Sorry, mm. yeah, it was oh eight oh nine. Okay, the, uh, the period of oh eight and oh nine because they, they they went to the Olympics as well. Uh, anyhow, uh, after that side, kind of that that Wallaby side went to Britain, came back through North America, played the U.S. colleges, and came back here. One of the things that's happened soon after, um, or relatively soon after that tour with the, with the original Wallabies was uh, uh, that was uh, Chris McIvett and his um, oh, yeah, yeah and his and that. League. Coterie of players, yeah, kind of went yeah. O- went over to the to the league for its, I guess, would have been second season. Yep. Uh, in '09, which was a which, which was a very pivotal moment in terms of like the, the leading footballers of the day, some of the yeah. leading footballers around uh, Sydney, yeah. kind of giving this this new um, this new game um, some uh, some uh, some validity or you know, validation. Sorry, is probably the word I'm looking for. Yep. But uh, the the thing that always kind of intrigued me was that. Um, I've often wondered that kind of, uh, you know, and, you know, going into reading about this um, uh, kind of about this period, like kind of particularly the, the, you know, the works of uh, Sean Fagg and the noted kind of league historian. Yeah, if you're historian. at Sean, love to hear from you. Yeah. Exactly. But um, there was, I really do wonder um, that the guys who were kind of forming kind of rugby league at the time, mm-hmm. I really often do wonder whether they thought the game would be still be here 110 years later. Mm. And that's not to say that, you know, that they didn't have any confidence in the game. It's the, the point I'm, I'm making is that I really do think that... I wonder if they wondered that, you know, we eventually are going to reform kind of the rugby cards within, uh, you know, the next few years yeah. or whatever. Or, and, and or, or, or all the rugby union players are eventually going to come exactly, over exactly. and it didn't happen, did yeah, it? Or, yeah, and, and, or like that they would reform the game on, on league's terms yeah. or, you know, there would be kind of more of a, more of a synthesis. But, it's uh, incredibly stubborn on both union and league sides that they still exist, isn't when it? When I read about it, yeah. I, I, I do get surprised a bit because I think, you know, I, there were... There were Efforts, I think, on the part of of the league, and then also the nascent BKG of the time, the <laughs> yeah. VFL, to see if there would they could actually come up with a unified you know, kind of Australian yeah. you know, form of uh, form of football. And I can remember, I think this is something Sean Fagan again wrote for us that uh, you know what, the way rugby league was played in, in back in those days. 
uh, you had to let go of the ball as soon as you were tackled. So the whole kind yeah, right. of yeah, yeah, it was. So the whole kind of dynamic of the way you know, kind of BKG footballers yeah. drop the football when they have to when they get tackled. That was a very similar dynamic within rugby league. So there was some something of a similarity there, but. Yeah, I, I do wonder whether, yeah, that they could foresee that, yeah, that they were kind of forming something, yeah, very much off the line. And that was, and if that was kind of, um, yeah. you, know, the, the, you know, that was their intention is probably the wrong word. But, um, but yeah, it, uh, you know, I think it's one of the things that... Uh, Often think that you know league kind of lacks a bit of self confidence as a game, and you know we've as a sport, and we've talked about this uh, you know for the longest time, and you know geez, it's been around you know 110 years to chalk up of history. You know speaks to a, a game that you know is, is bona fide and has lasted. So you know Definitely. something they should be very proud of. Yeah, yeah. No, well said. That's a really good um, conversation starter, isn't it? Mm. Like yeah, yeah. Did our did the pioneers think that this was actually going to work? Sort of like the. Um, the, the first fleet experiment, hey, like, mm. you know, they came out here wondering wondering if this is actually going to lead to Well, oh, this is going to be a really good penal colony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now look at it. We're thriving. We've got the lockout laws happening. And <laughs> you can go down the path of, you know, you know, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, the entire nation has gone soft. But, you know, it's... Um, cool. It, Sorry, no. I, I was kind of, something has escaped my mind there that I was gonna that I was gonna ask you, but um, the lockout laws or no, no, no. <laughs> we know you, we know kind of pretty clear on what you know what your opinion uh, opinion is on that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So, so yeah. Um, that's uh, oh, sorry. That, that that is the thing I, I wanted to raise. Oh. Um, just in kind of in conjunction with that, that that notion of like I was delighted to see that you know in this kind of in a, kind of referring to a couple of podcasts ago the immortals discussion oh yeah that uh, that yeah that kind of the that Dally Messenger's name has, has kind of yeah, has kind of reemerged in that space oh yeah yeah because, and that yeah the final point I wanted to make is yeah that that Hall of Fame idea yeah. I think is a really good way of kind of stirring um, yeah kind of. Um, Kind of putting more uh, league history back into the into the general kind of conversation uh, that, of, of, yeah, of the sport. Yeah, because any excuse that we have um, for, for that, um, yeah, uh, is worth going with. Um, so we just rock right into our um, podcast question that I. Yeah, well, state the podcast question, and then I yeah. want to know. I want to know yours. Oh right, uh, okay. So um, so on Thursday morning, uh, I asked, uh, "What's your all-time favourite?" Mo- um, moment in the history of rugby league and just within a matter of minutes we got so many um responses you uh, really like rugby league history you guys yeah plainly. yeah and they do yeah. james knows his audience <laughs> my favorite my my, my moment I, um i would have to yeah i'm going to be boring and i'm going to say uh, in particular the first double header in at birchgrove oval hmm. in 1908 oh jeez. Um, yeah, it was. I bragged mine was going to be the oldest. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you basically have like you know submarined me. Okay, okay. By picking the very first moment, that's like saying my favorite moment in history is the Big Bang, because we don't have any history without it. Okay, I'll pick another one. Um, I reckon. No, finish your point. Finish your point. I think uh, uh, you know. It was, don't it was, let me bully you. And actually, it was leading to a personal anecdote. Um, so I, uh, it was obviously ten years ago. When, when they had the um, centenary of rugby yeah. league, they they made Balmain and Wests play at Birchgrove, so um, that was pretty cool. Got to hang out with my old man like you do on your 
overseas jaunts. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, another one for me, uh, and this is again very selfish, it was when Penrith made the uh, grand final for the first time in 1990. Mm. That all of a sudden put West, Western Sydney, West Sydney um, Penrith on the map as far as the rugby league area went. And, mm-hmm. and I reckon the game in, in the West has really you know, gone on since, since that day. So, but that's just being very biased. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's so many memories. Um, your one... Well, you know, he's terrific. So, yeah, it's, it's curious that you said earlier on, like, you know, See, maybe it's a, a thunder in the air. No, you didn't. As a figure of speech, that one team wasn't there with ref when you were talking about North Queensland last Thursday, because my favorite moment is when literally one team was not there. Yeah. And it happened to be in a grand final, no less. This story still blows my mind because it it's one of those ones that. Um, 1909, wasn't it? 1909, yeah. yeah. That, that second year, that crucial second year for, for, the, for the New South Wales actually, comp. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, this is actually something that came up when we were we did a story about kind of grand finals a few years ago. Oh, I did too. Yeah. yeah, and it was in both codes, but grand finals that kind of ended ended wrong was this kind of the, was the kind of the, the the theme of that piece. But um, we yeah, the the one that kind of it's amazing our the continuity our, our our major football codes in Australia have that we've been playing these you know these deciders. These footy deciders for, for yeah for a hundred years and they still kind of look recognisable to us uh, to this day. But they but, weren't grand finals back then, were they? Yeah, well, so grand was, grand final had a different meaning, kind yeah. of particularly in the in, in the New South Wales rugby league. A grand final was something that was played against a challenger or something. Yeah, because it was it was more like it was almost like what you see in like America's Cup yachting, right, or something yeah. like that. If you were the minor premier. Or was it either you were the minor premier or you were the, the defending champion? Yes, yeah, so you, you, you had that that right of you had this right of challenge kind of thing. <laughs> what, what confuses me is so why anyway, anyway let the other team just say no, we've won the grand final. Bugger off! Like we're not interested. Well, no, it was an because ego thing maybe. No, know. because it was the the idea. If, if you, because I think the, the whole idea was if you won the comp, yeah. you were seen as 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 the winner. Okay, you were yeah. seen as the champion of well, the year. Wouldn't you then say no? We don't want to play you because although maybe. It was a different game back then, wasn't it? They probably both said, "Yeah, why not? Let's 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 I go." Think, I think the way it was kind of viewed it was, it was almost like a double chance type yeah, of thing. Whereas chance, if you lost in the finals, you yeah. were entitled to kind of play again it, in a grand final yeah. too. You know. And but anyhow, just to, sorry to finish my point for some of the people who might not know is yeah. that um, yeah, in, in 1909. Um, the the decider, I guess, of that year in, in, in the New South Wales comp between it was Balmain and Souths, wasn't South, it? Yeah. Uh, it was kind of caught up in this um, in, the, in this yeah, kind of yeah, promotional tangle up, I guess what you call it, because they were playing a match between the Wallabies and and I guess was it the Kangaroos? Oh. Yeah, in uh, so a league versus union match, yeah. and they thought they were, oh well, let's play kind of the the grand finals like a curtain raiser to this match. Yeah. And, uh, some elements, I think, on Balmain, from Balmain objected to, you know, kind of this arrangement. Fair enough. And so they kind of decided that they didn't want to play. And then, you know, <laughs> Souths kind of yeah, admitted, all right, we will. And then Balmain complained that, you know, they'd been kind of double-crossed. Uh, but they were then stubborn about it and kind of didn't show up. And um, funnily enough, it, um, yeah, so what happened really uh, is in that game, Souths took the field against no one. So, you know, when you said one team wasn't there, yeah, one team literally did not show up mm. for the grand final. But they and, had to kick off, didn't And they? this is the one that you kept on t- telling me about. Because you've asked me a question, which I think is, yeah, is, you know, 
I think a great, it's, it's, like, it's like a Zen koan, like a philosophical question. Yeah. Souths had to kick off and then score a try to secure the forfeit. <laughs> yeah. And you asked me, what happened if like Souths, in the process of doing this, committed a knock-on? <laughs> but you know, I guess the logic what would... What would happen? Well, they'd win the scrum because there was nobody else to, you know... <laughs> but who would feed the scrum? There'd be no one there to feed the scrum from Belfine. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe the scrum just gets fed. Maybe the, you know, maybe the ref just puts the ball down. But you're right. But what that's happens, my treat. What happens, or no, no, no. I think yeah. the, the bigger issue is what if they kicked it out of bounds? Yeah. <laughs> because you're starting they, the game. Yeah. What if they kicked it dead? <laughs> Far out. So they didn't think of this, did they? But yeah. you know, I, you know, the the game. When the, you look over the list of the, uh, of the premiers, you know, in our major footy comps, and they stretch back over the ages, and you know, you only don't have one because you know, sometimes the world wars haven't stopped deciding who, who, yeah, you know, exactly. if we're going to have a footy yeah. premier for the year. So something as kind of as momentous and cataclysmic as that um, <laughs> can't stop. But there you go, in rugby league, 1909. <sighs> we're missing a we're missing a champion because yeah. Yeah, in that very rugby league way, things just kind of got mixed up. Balmain threw its toys out of the cot, and the funny thing was, I, I read later later on that you know, in a, you know, as frustrated as they were by the whole process, the, the Balmain players actually showed up to picket the ground that day oh, to stop they? people, stop fans from coming in to watch because oh. they were so annoyed by it. Really? And so yeah, the, the bad blood. Oh, yeah. That's why the, the historic rivalry between the Tigers and the Bunnies. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, basically, is apparently. Uh, so I read dates back to that. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's always on a, yeah, okay. That's always been one of my kind of like, my favorite kind of rugby league tales. Uh-huh. Something as elemental as that. Oh yeah. We did not play the grand final. <laughs> and then, yeah, to tell other people not to go in and, and, and watch what was going on. It's awesome. The damnedest thing is, is that, yeah, you know, they didn't kind of swallow their pride. They were going to be there that day anyway. Yeah, Why didn't yeah, they yeah. just swallow their pride and run on the ground? <laughs> exactly. It's nice to know that, yeah. you know, bull, bullheadedness in rugby league club land, club land is, a, is yeah. a feature of the game right yeah. back in 1909. It's turning 110 <laughs> as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, cool. So we turn to you guys um, for your all-time favourite moment in the history of rugby league. Straight off the bat, James Cheeseman caught me out. Are you talking from 1908 or 1895? And then he um, posted something, um, a timeline, um, you know, of all the events leading up to 1908. So we're just the newcomers down there. (laughs) We only started back in 1908. Um, Fake Dave Smith... Uh, he, he posted a picture to go with this. You all know what the picture is. The time Gordon Tallis ran the length of the field without a hand being laid on him. It wasn't really him. It was a fat streaker in origin. <laughs> Do you remember that? That was the best moment in origin. I'm going to forget. Ever. I'm going to forget. I was actually in a pub watching that and... Uh, I kind of missed it. Like I was like, I said, like, you know, what, what what happened? And like the two people standing next to me, there's a streaker on the field. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, jeez, yeah, oh, it was a fantastic streaker. Um, Andrew Mado says, uh, in '59, Harden's second rower, Nick Cullen played every match, including the grand final, in Group Nine. Uh, he also played every single match for Harden in their undefeated Ma Cup season in the same year. Must must be a Challenge Cup or Panasonic Cup type thing. Uh, he had a full-time job, played every Saturday and Sunday for the season. Tough as teak and loved his footy. So, what a legend. Nick Cullen. Yeah, Nick Cullen. Yeah, best piece of history. <laughs> um, the real Dave Smith, your Dave Smith. My Dave Smith. Yeah, he should call himself Jeff's Dave Smith. 
because <laughs> you own him. Um, Marty Bella playing the ball the wrong way in State of Origin, sorry, in State of Oranges in 1994. <laughs> Paul Michael Craig nominates the Mark Coyne try. That's pretty right to top that one. Yeah. Except if you're a New South Welshman, in which, yeah. every, in which everything tops that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Paul. What, what try? What do you mean? Uh, Brad Cook, cool, the commentator, awesome rugby league commentator. Um, he's, he nominates the, uh, the draw between, it's a, it's a draw between South's re-inclusion and the 2014 Grand Final. Yeah, um, Andrew Denton was on mm. Matty Johns talking about that um, the other day and he rates South getting back into the comp as, as higher than them winning the comp because if they didn't do one, they couldn't have the other. So, I would, I'd put yeah. that up there. Yeah. We, we often talk about in our hypotheticals, like the levels of that, that whole kind of thing. What is the worst possible loss you can you can have, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you know, and, you know, like, there and there really is no loss quite to equal your club either disbanding or going under. Because yeah. you know you, there are bad losses you know, always, like in, always tragic losses week. in grand finals and things like that. But if you were to if you were to lose your club, like you know, what do you got? Like exactly. there is there is no hope beyond that. Exactly. So you know that. That is an epic, like the fact that you know they, they got back in, and then what would it have been like? Um, yeah, eleven years later, they're, yeah, they're um, yeah, they're 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 premiers again. So yeah, yeah. It didn't take long, did it? Eleven. Years. That's probably like you know if you were to talk about, like if you talk to talk about like yeah, you know, what is the most historic league story since since you know since two thousand? It probably would be that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you? I yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, be happy for anybody to challenge that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I think you're, you're just to talk about what, what's the epic. That's that to me. That to me is the epic. No, definitely. Um, uh, David Atkins says uh, the last tackle in the 2016 Grand Final, Ricky Latelli on uh, Corabetti. Mm. It was a uh, very historic uh, moment for sure. Um, AJ Mithen uh, posted this, and uh, he's posted a, a video of Steve Jackson's try in the '89 Grand Final. Mm. It was massive. Mm-hmm. Extra time, yep, fairy tale. Uh, Jay Dwight, Jay Dwight um, sent us three, so I chose his best one. <laughs> um, the lead up to the '81 Grand Final, uh, the excitement and anticipation, having my beloved Newtown Jets make it after years of disappointment and copying so much crap from schoolmates, uh, um, re all our spoons in the 1970s. Just tra- tragic we didn't win. I, I, I look at that Grand Final as it doesn't matter who won. Like Newtown was was there, and, and it was such a massive event. It looks like it looked like it was a big event, like mm. back in the day. Like mm-hmm. Newtown's here, and, and, that, and that's good enough. Now, uh, Lick Lick, <laughs> Lick Lockyer, Nick Lockyer, um, nominates the 2008 Delhi Immortals. <laughs> um, we'll just go through some of the uh, nominate some of the award winners he's picked out. So, um, captain of the year was Alan Tung. Uh, coach of the year was Neil Henry. That's all. That's all good. Uh, winger of the year was Colin Best, and top point scorer was Luke Cavell. It's a magic year, wasn't it? <laughs> banner, <laughs> gonna, yeah, banner campaign. We're going to move on before really? those four people come and attack us. Yeah. But if you had, to be fair, you, uh, you know, throw another one. And Matt Orford was the, was the Dalian winner. Yeah, yeah. That said, though, I mean, you look at all the other positional winners. You know, like um, Inglis, Falau, uh, yeah. <laughs> Slater, Smith. You know, not that oh, from that same year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Nick's been cynical and he's picked out all the no, no. <laughs> sincerity. I think. Sincerity. Thanks, Nick. That's a good one. 
Alan um, Tung might call it. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. He, but he was a good captain. I liked him. He was inspirational. Uh, the prof is back. The prof is back, yes. Back. There we go. She's uh, finally found a, um, a question that she can answer. The last couple have been a little bit dodgy, a little bit, if I answer that, I'll get in trouble. We just decide, we just, ah, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, it's going to, you know, a, you know a level of obscenity or... No, no, no. Outside no. of a Queensland kind of, you know, comfort zone, bias zone, whatever you want. Yeah, I think we, we called for a, an immortal nomination. That'd be good, wouldn't it? A commissioner <laughs> calling for an immortal... We're, we're going to yeah. get her. Yeah. We're going to get, get the slip and have generated our own piece of news <laughs> on getting called. Yeah, yeah, we can quote ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the prof says... Um, the second test, 1990, Kangaroos versus Great Britain, Old Trafford, you know where this is going. Yes. Uh, Ricky Stewart, through the gap, passes to Mal Meninga and Rugby League explodes. It was uh, a ter- terrific try. We posed to Mal, like, mm. uh, you know, in further, remember the, the World Cup program? Yeah. We got to talk to Mal and we, we asked him what his recollections were of, yeah. that, um, of that moment, of that try, of that moment. And it was kind of disappointing. He didn't really rem- seem to remember it very well, yeah, did he? Players know? are like that, aren't they? Players are like that. I well, must admit, there are some players, they seem to fall uh, on a spectrum, you know, basically at either end of a spectrum with nothing yeah. in between. So, they either remember it in vivid detail yeah, down yeah. to the smell of what was going on at the time. It. They'll tell you um, what side of the bed they woke up in. Exactly. Day, yeah. And then there are others who are like, oh, I just did it. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. I, I don't remember taking it in at all. It just kind of happened to me, yeah. and that's kind yeah, of their yeah. yeah. That's kind of their genius that they kind of just make things happen rather than kind of like you know, yeah, kind of figure it out kind of in their own heads. But it's yeah, it, you know, that was uh, yeah, that was kind uh, of. It's amazing how you know. It, it almost is like it was. Did you do that story about how when we talked to we talked to the pole vaulter Steve Hooker? Yeah. And uh, he recounted to us that other people who actually watched him win gold probably have a better recollection of him doing that than him, he himself in the middle of it. Yeah. And in fact, his own recollection of it now is more influenced by what he sees on the on like kind of That's whenever right. it's shown as a highlight, like on TV, because <laughs> that that is kind of because his actual you know kind of lived experience of like you know of going through it. It was yeah, it's so incomplete to him because <laughs> he can't remember. He just can't remember. Like he was like you know, he was so kind of like in the you know in you know in into the process of trying to you know kind of clear clear the bar. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's I really do feel that yeah, for that's true for a lot of these guys. They they just don't. They yeah, kind yeah. they're kind of out of it because at the time they're stuck in the middle of the game. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. yeah. Um, so John Ford nominates the '89 Grand Final. Very succinct and very good answer. Yep. <laughs> um, upper case P, lower case P S <laughs> uh, nominates Darren Albert's try in the '97 GF. Fair enough. Uh, Dave Ray, legend Dave Ray. Shout out to you, mate. Um, he nominates the 1989 Grand Final. There it was again. Uh, yes, the win, but so much more, um, such as Chicka's try, Steve Jackson's try. Benny Elias hitting the crossbar, Mal's ankle tap on McNeil, that's right. And Gary Jack um, spilling the opening kick, setting up Chris O'Sullivan's field goal, and it goes on. Um, uh, he, he mentions the uh, Benny Elias hitting the crossbar. I also asked, I asked um, Laurie Daly a year or two ago about that moment. You know, we always hear the heartbreak moment, 
you know, we, we hear from Wayne Pearce and, and Benny and Blocker, you know, what, you know, what were you thinking when the ball hit the crossbar? And I asked Laurie Daly, I said, where were you at the time? Like, did that happen? And he said, oh, I honestly have no recollection of that moment. <laughs> and again, it was like, it was a massive letdown. I thought, I expected you to say, I was there, I caught the ball and I ran 50 metres up the field. And no, he said, oh, I honestly no, couldn't pull it out of his memory. It was fascinating, isn't it? It's kind of like that, you know, because we must use Simpsons uh, references oh, yeah. to, to oh, that's like know, Simpsons, Simpsons references to refer- yeah. reference everything, anything. It's like that time when you know, like Homer, like Bart's reading Homer's thoughts while he's in jury. He's on, he's sitting on the jury, and like he's like, you know, boy, you can re- you can read my thoughts, boy. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of these guys is just meow, 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 isn't it? It's yeah, simple people. When we catalogue this, you know, for, for, you know, kind of the description of the podcast purposes, like Simpsons references, rugby league history, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> just, they're, well, they're well Googled, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Sam Stevens uh, has a few. Uh, the 06 Origin Game 3, um, the 15 Grand Final, uh, to 2008 Finals, New Zealand Warriors 8th, beating the Storm 1st. Yeah, they had a few... Um, Few episodes where they beat the storm down at um, Olympic Park. There, mm. uh, the uh, uh, 2017 Rugby League World Cup, Tonga versus New Zealand. Mm-hmm. That was epic. Yep. And the 2010 Finals, Roosters versus Wests. Um, I can't quite remember what happened there. Um, was that when did, did West win that one? Or, or come on, mate. I don't remember. <laughs> no. I'll go and Google that. I'm, I'm disappointed myself. Great preparation. <laughs> you think? Uh, uh, you know, I would have thought for a West's moment in the finals, surely there would have, you know, there's only been one, isn't there? Yeah, so, yeah. That, that, yeah they, they beat the Dragons another year too at the SFS. Um, Black Bald uh, nominates Ruben Wiki knocking the sense out of Sully Oliver. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, there's been no biff up until now. Yeah. Uh, Ian Harkin. Uh, it's a 60-way tie between every, between every time Queensland has beaten New South Wales in origin. Thanks. Yep. And he says, uh, no, really, I have two. Uh, the Mark Coyne mir- miracle try in 94 and the finish to the um, 2015 grand final with the Cowboys equalising in the last minute. Uh, JT just missing the kick, then winning it in extra oh, time. Oh, yeah. Surprised that hasn't come up already. Yeah, That's yeah. got to be up there if, if you want to talk recency. That's right, yeah. Um, Simon Cougar. Uh, 2010 GF drags um, setting for the field goal with Jamie Soward deep and the entire team ready uh, ready to block uh, the chases and cheeky Nathan Fiend darts over from dummy half uh, to put the sword to the chooks. I burst into tears, uh, jumped up and knocked the shelf. <laughs> what? Of my mother-in-law. Yeah, knocked, a mother, knocked his mother-in-law's shelf. Um, full of good china, which smashed to the ground. There you go. That's that's a highlight, isn't it? There we go. Yeah, that's yeah. Basil Panther. Oh, beautiful. Here we go. The Panthers winning the 03 Grand Final. Hashtag Panther Pride. Maybe I'm one-eyed. No, you're right, Basil. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> no, you are, Basil. No worries. <laughs> uh, John Ford says... He, it's um, fortunate that his last name was Panther. <laughs> Basil. <laughs> uh, John Ford, this is his... Um, yeah, so he, earlier, he, changed his, he changed his mind, did he? Earlier he nominated the 89 Green Final. Then uh, he, he remembered he was a Balmain fan and said, no, that can't be right. <laughs> and, then, and then now he says, or Mal's um, try in the second test at Old Trafford. 
There you go. So the prof is actually John Ford. She's got a Twitter account called yeah. John Ford. Mm. Well, let's investigate that. <laughs> and finally, Jane Catamol, um, one of my mates on Twitter. Steve um, Renoff's mm. try, State of Origin, 1994. Oh, no, shit, I, shit, I think she was going to talk about, uh, yeah, the one he had for the kangaroos. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So many. Mm. Cool, so that was great. I'm well, kind of disappointed that well, nobody, you know, didn't have, like, something older. Like, you had a, you know, just to, you know, again, yeah. to tease our next, uh, our next mag, um, yeah, a marvelous little, and maybe we finish off on this. Yeah, mar- that that marvelous little Noel Kelly story about yeah spilling the beans on Pro- on Proven and Summons. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, if you ever come across his book, there's a and this is there's a whole myth surrounding the trophy or the image taken, you know, the gladiators image taken um, of uh, Proven and Summons, and it's used as a lovingly you know put together sort of scene and. I think you're supposed to look at that image and say, that's rugby league spirit right there. That's mateship, sacrifice, you know. But what Arthur Summons was saying to Norm Proven was, you guys shouldn't have won that. There's this whole intrigue around Darcy Law, the, the referee. The West guys were convinced he was on the take from somebody who had, who had bet or something like that. And if you ever get an old Kelly's book, he goes right into the whole episode and he's really filthy about it too. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a lovely episode. But here's the point I would make, kind yeah. of contrary to, to what you just said. <laughs> yeah. That is rugby league to me. Yeah. That, that it can produce kind of like you know, an indelible, kind of beautiful moment like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and the source of it is, <laughs> is something like one yeah. guy blowing up at another guy. <laughs> but it's, <sort> of <laughs> it's, like, it's like everyone thinks, oh, this is, like, you know, this is pure and this is mateship and this is sport. And it's like, nah, you guys, re- <laughs> you yeah. guys got away with one. <laughs> that, that is everything about this, you know, this sport to me. And I think that's why I, that's why I love it. I, I, I love kind of like you know, the origin of, um, yeah, that, that, if that truly is the story, that the, the kind of the origin source of the gladiators yeah. kind of moment. Yeah, and apparently it is, yeah. So there you go. Cool. Um, hope you enjoyed that little stroll down memory lane. <laughs> Fast little stroll. Um, anything else, mate? Nope, Final that's it. Uh, no, let's uh, go yeah, see what more history unfolds for us. Uh, yeah, kind of upcoming weeks. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah.